Here we go again. The season of Advent, preparation, getting ready. And again, I don't think I'll ever be ready. But Lord, you help us get ready. You prepare our hearts and our minds. So come, Lord Jesus, be our guest. Amen. As we approach this season of the year, we find that people can get quite anxious because there are so many things to do, beginning with this weekend and Black Friday. So how many of you went out shopping? A few of you. Don't you hate those people that get all their Christmas gifts on Black Friday and they have it all done and then they go and wrap them the next day? and prepare their cards, and they're all set for Christmas? Well, that doesn't happen a lot. We're usually not that prepared, are we? At least I'm not. And sometimes it comes without our being ready. I think back to playing hide-and-go-seek. Remember that game? The kids hide, and then... We say, ready or not, here I come. And the greatest thing about the kids is that they want to be caught. They want to be found. And they'll say, I'm in the closet over here. I'm in the bathtub. And then you go and find them. And such it is with God. Ready or not, here he comes. And we want him to find us, don't we? At least for the most part. But yet there are so many preparations that we need to do, so we think, in order for Jesus to come again. And if we weren't Lutheran, full of grace, that would be the phrase for the day. You better get ready or Jesus won't come. The good news is that Jesus will come, ready or not. Now, when I was talking about the message for today, Karen, our fifth grader, had to help me a lot. She helped me with the theme, ready or not, here I come. The only thing is, she was singing a song from Disney, a song of, remember watching Good Luck, Charlie? And Teddy, her famous song is, Ready or Not, Here I Come. So I was going to have Karen come and sing that, but I don't think she's going to today. No, she's not. And the song is kind of shallow anyway. It really doesn't help us as we're preparing. But I was thinking of those other things that we do to try to get ready. And you're doing one of them right now. You're here at worship by coming to worship, by being in the Word, by hearing the Word, by singing the songs, by praying the prayers, by sharing the peace with one another. You are getting ready. You are preparing your heart to meet God once again. One of those things that we do is confession. We need to clear our heart. And I need to do that today, because yesterday, last night, at 5 o'clock worship, 
I wasn't in a very good mood. You know why? Because I had to leave the Badger game. <laughs> and the score was 17 to 7. It was just terrible. And I had to come to worship. Well, your pastor was in Madison at the game. <laughs> and you know, it didn't get any better this morning because I was over at Christ the King opening up the doors and getting the heat on and all of that. One of our members comes up, and I've been waiting for five years for her to say this. She says, I got two tickets for the, pa for the Packer game. They're on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Dwayne Moss was in the back. He pledged that he would not look at his phone during worship last night. It was hard for him. It was hard for a lot of people. And I know that there were some phones probably going on to check the score. And then as we said, go in peace, Dwayne pulled out his phone and there was the Wisconsin Badger team running after the Paul Bunyan axe. And it was amazing. I was convinced that because I didn't have my phone, I forgot it at home, and that Dwayne didn't pull out his phone during worship, that the Badgers were able to win the game. 31 to 17. They didn't need me. And that's another part of getting ready, is confessing that we're not ready, confessing that our hearts are not clean, but also realizing that it's not about us. It's all about God. Because if it were up to us, we would blow it, completely blow it. So how else can we be about getting ready for the second coming? You hear it often. There's always people out there that are predicting when the end of the world's going to come. On December 12th of 2017, the world will end and Jesus will come again. And what happens when that date comes? Well, it usually comes and goes and we continue on in our lives waiting and waiting and waiting. But you know what? Did you hear the lesson? It said that you're not going to know when Jesus comes again. In fact, Jesus doesn't even know when that time will come. He says only the Father in heaven will know when that time will come. But nevertheless, it says, keep awake. Be ready, for I am coming. Hmm, this is hard to do, isn't it? It's hard to prepare and to get ready for Jesus to come again. And you know, back when I think on my first parish, it was all about making sure that the house was ready. You know, they wanted to make sure everything was dusted. They wanted to make sure that there were no cobwebs on the chandeliers and the lights. They wanted to make sure that everything was clean in the kitchen so they could throw everything in the oven. And then the pastor would come to visit. But you have to quickly put on the white tablecloth because it's got to be respectable, and you need to maybe hide those beer bottles too. And then Jesus comes. When the pastor would come, especially in that parish, 
The white tablecloth wouldn't stay white very long because the pastor would spill coffee all over it. And then they got to the point where, well, maybe that isn't what Jesus means when he says, be ready, stay awake. And it's not. Because Jesus doesn't care what your oven looks like, how many cobwebs are in your house. He doesn't care if you put all the dirt underneath the carpet. He doesn't care if you put away your toys. Ha ha, that's a good one, right? All he cares about as he looks you straight in the eye and peers into your heart is how is it with you and your Lord? How is your relationship with me, Jesus says? Are you ready for me to return again? And most of us would say, no, we're not. We're not ready. I had a funeral yesterday for an 88-year-old. And the family kept saying, this came so unexpectedly. They can't believe that it happened. But for them, 88 years was a long time. But as we get our hearts ready with Jesus, as Jesus prepares our hearts, we realize that 88 years is but the blink of an eye in comparison to eternity. Wow. So as Jesus prepares our hearts and minds to get ready to receive him with all the honor and the respect and the love and the peace that only he can give, what does he want us to be doing? That's the question. Other than confessing and worshiping and giving thanks for all the blessings that we have, he wants us to be doing what we are called to do. Be working at our vocations. Be going to school and doing the best we can at school. Whether we're retired or going to the coffee shop and being with our friends, we are called to be a friend and to love God and love one another in whatever way that means in the people that we encounter. There was an old Southern song that came up years ago that talked about when Jesus returns again, what's he going to find me doing? He'll find me hoeing cotton when he comes, when he comes. He'll find me hoeing cotton when he comes. And so it is with you. He doesn't want you to be sitting in the house waiting, watching football, maybe. He doesn't want you to just be sitting there peering out the window, standing on your tiptoes, wondering if he's ever going to come again. He wants you to be out there loving and serving and helping those, especially the lonely and the lost, those that have no hope in this world. It is up to you to light those candles and bring light into the midst of the darkness of the world because there are so many people that are still in darkness and haven't heard of the hope that Jesus brings to us because they're too concerned sometimes about not being ready. And the same is true of all of us. So this day, as we think about Jesus coming again and being ready let us so confess. Let us so ask Jesus to take away our sin because 
We've done those things that we're not proud of. We've said those things that we'd like to take back with people. And we've left undone a whole lot of things that we could do. And it's wonderful as this congregation, as Unity Lutheran Church prepares for Jesus to come again, to hear that your El Salvador scholarships have been maxed out and more. And it's wonderful to hear that as the last two weeks we were collecting $10 bills to fill a grocery sack for people that didn't have any food, this time of year especially, the goal was maxed and then beyond, well over $3,000. That's what Jesus wants us to be about. Serving at the Serenity Inns, helping our neighbor loving one another, sowing cotton, doing what we normally do, because that's what Jesus wants to come back to, to see us all loving him and loving our neighbor, because that's what it's all about. So are we ready? Ready or not, Here comes Jesus. Amen.